Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Joe Reed, and this is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine, publisher of Audiophile, Michelle Cobb with me. Hello, Michelle. Hi. Ready for the next one? I'm ready. I'm ready. The Plague Year by Lawrence Wright, read by Eric Jason Martin. Okay, this is very different from Suburban Dicks. It is, yes. This was probably... You know, for me, this was the gripping listen of the week. It's a well-written, well-narrated title, and it hits my sweet spot, medical interest. Here we go. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming it's about the virus. It is, although it is not just about the virus. It's really talking Mm -hmm. about the plague year. So it's really about 2020 and all the different things that happened. Yeah, it was it was a hell of a year. He wrote a novel about the virus called The End of October, which came out in 2020, which was really kind of prescient. Um, and good. he's a good writer. He really is. And I responded particularly well to the, <laughs> this sounds funny, suspenseful nature of events, even though I lived through them, because there's so many details that we've forgotten from a year ago. Do you remember, way back in the beginning, medical experts were saying that this was not airborne. Hard to believe, right? Before we were masking up, we were all washing our hands. And very early on, it was like, oh, this is not, this is not passing through the air. But of course it is. Yeah. I seem to remember. I mean, basically, yeah. And of course, you're reliving through the plague year all the mistakes that were made the many times when it comes to the dealings about COVID-19. So the author is giving us a very comprehensive walkthrough of events surrounding the pandemic. And he doesn't shy away from telling us about the bad decisions that were made and the inequities in impact of the virus on various populations. So there were a lot of things to kind of re-sift through like medical professionals were saying one thing and politicians were saying one thing and then they had to pivot and say something else and they had to react to things that were happening in the culture. So to me, it was an excellent recap of all these things that had happened and it brought together the events of something like the George Floyd incident and the pandemic and how those things interacted and impacted each other. And it was an emotional listen for me because I'm remembering all these things that happened and I'm feeling disbelief and frankly, a lot of anger. There's so much that we knew before this pandemic 
that we seem to forget on some level. And so my hope for the future generations is that they would read something like this, remember that we have tools to use to prevent such a, a tragic occurrence from really sweeping the country in quite the same way, and use the knowledge that we have to not make as many mistakes in the future. Yeah, I would think, I mean, it's, it's, I think 2020 is certainly a great failure of government. There's no question about that. Right. And it's not just government around the pandemic. It's government around policing and all of these different things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just a fantastic, fantastic listen. And I think I've said this on the program before. I do believe young people should all read this book. So whether you read it with your eyes or your ears, please take a moment to take in this information and make better choices than we did. <laughs> and tell me about the narrator, Eric Jason Martin. He has a very matter of fact delivery and he kind of stays out of the way of the text. It's very dramatic, everything that's happening and truly angering. And he doesn't, you know, rile you up because he doesn't need to. The words themselves and the remembrance of the events themselves do that very well. Okay. Well, why don't we hear a little? Do we have to set this up? We're going to go back to the very, very beginning. <laughs> okay. This is The Plague Year by Lawrence Wright, read by Eric Jason Martin. On January 3rd, 2020, Redfield spoke with his counterpart in China, George Fu Gao. Like many similarly named organizations around the world, the Chinese Center for Disease Control and Prevention was modeled on the American original. Redfield had heard that the first 27 reported cases included three family clusters. It was unlikely that each of them had been simultaneously infected by a caged civet cat in a wet market. When pressed, Gao assured Redfield that there was no evidence of human-to-human -human transmission. It seemed to Redfield that Gao was only just learning of the outbreak himself. Redfield offered to send a team of CDC disease detectives from the U.S. to investigate, but Gao said he was not authorized to invite them. He told Redfield to make a formal request to the Chinese government. Redfield did so, and immediately assembled a team of two dozen epidemiologists and disease specialists. But no invitation ever arrived. He's almost like a newsreader. Yes, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, which, you know, seems very appropriate for the topic. Exactly. Yeah, I read the essay Wright wrote under the same name in The New Yorker, which I think was a distillation of what would become this book. So I, I look forward to it. I really do. You should. And I was not expecting that I would devour it in two short days. I mean, it was nearly 12 hours long. And, you know, I was done with it quite quickly because I was listening to it maniacally, really. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is The Plague Year by Lawrence Wright, read by Eric Jason Martin. Thank you so much, Michelle, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, the end of the week is coming. Today's episode of Behind the Mic is brought to you by Penguin Random House Audio, publishing the finest fiction and nonfiction audiobooks for adults and children. Visit penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash audiophile today and start listening. I'm Joe Reed. Talk to you tomorrow.